Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 239. My name is Colin Mahern, and with me this week, he's one of the most dedicated, most creative and hardest working people in the industry. <laughs> A truly formidable oh talent God. of the sort our industry could do with more oh of. It's Rich Walker. Oh, oh thanks, man. Thank you. And while other sites often have different I staff cannot. scripting, filming, performing and editing, she does all of that herself. <laughs> it's Alice Bell. I can't believe. Can't believe what? Come on. I, I, uh, I can't. I, I don't. I don't understand. What's, I can't believe what you just. Oh, no. oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> oh, oh my God! I can't believe. So I. I just realised. Uh, I don't yeah. know how that slipped into your notes there, but it seems you accidentally, instead of your introductions, read your own blurb from the MCV thirty under thirty. It seems that this is this has happened. Yeah, <laughs> how um, the hell did that happen? That's I, I'm, bizarre. I'm not too sure, but I, I'm how sure. Strange. As you're well aware, Rich, I won uh, the MCV thirty under thirty. You won 30. it. He I won, won it. it. Yeah, wow! Yeah, yeah. He Congratulations. Came, he came in first place. Yeah, <laughs> that's astonishing. And the other twenty nine people yeah. <laughs> were just runners up. up. I mean, it's, you know, it's an honour just to be nominated. Yeah, of course, of course. So but to win. To win is truly humbling. <laughs> and anyone over 30 is irrelevant. So pretty much you've won. At life. At life, yeah, at everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone pack up and go home. No, thankfully, I can say that I am the only person to uh, have won the uh, MCV 30 under 30 within yeah. our office. Yeah. Uh, which is quite, quite again, an <laughs> honour and a, a um, I'm not privilege. Going, I'm not going to say anything and because I'm going to be the better a, person. <laughs> uh, better. Um, who won the 30 under 30? That's all I'm saying. So who's better? Look, right, <laughs> I've never been in it. Okay, so I wasn't in the running, so I, c- I couldn't have won it. Are you spearheading a, even... a 40 under 40? Maybe. I think, yeah. Or I'd maybe, be a shoe in for that Why would I? we but why, then why would... say like 30 over 30? When I, when I yeah, spread, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Spread, spread the net. Because mm. then you could win it in like a couple of years' time. Exactly, well. <laughs> I could win it again. I'd yeah. be happy with that. And if win I don't it. win, like when I reach 50, I'm still in the running because it's everyone yeah. over 30. I could get to 100 and still be in the yeah, industry exactly. and not win. Yeah. Until There's death. hope, exactly. There's hope. <laughs> but congratulations, Colin. Yeah, well done. Well Thank done. you very much no, for indulging so me. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> On to the news this week. And look, I am aware that the <laughs> last couple of weeks have been Star Wars related, yeah. but I am changing it up this week. Okay, right. Good. Enough yeah. Star Wars chatter. Fuck it. No, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. We have to we have to include a little bit because it has been a big week in terms of the Star Wars loot boxes and microtransactions Again. and all that. Yeah. yeah. Because Again. it's gone political, mm. right? Which I'm sure is a tagline for a diehard film. It feels like it should be anyway. Um, so Leave that with me. I think, I think a, of some sort of punny Hawaiian politi- <laughs> well, Two Hawaiian politicians, the Belgian Gaming Commission and the British Gambling Commission. And also as well, a French... I think it's... Let me just check here. It's a French senator. Yeah. Uh, a number of really? senators in France, yeah, have also kind of stuck their oar in with regards to this. So... I thought it was Belgian. What? This, oh, God. It's no, it's the Belgian Gaming Commission, but it's a French... Bloody Senator, hell. yeah. All right. Um, so this started about a week ago, uh, where the Belgian Game Commission, after doing their investigation, deemed that uh, the the quote from them was the mixing of money and addiction is gambling in reference to the loot boxes in in Star Wars, uh, which brought on the opinion of Belgium's Minister of Justice. Corn Geens or Jeans, Geens probably, uh, who said uh, mixing gambling and gaming, especially at a young age, is dangerous for the mental health of the child. And uh, yeah, he said he's going to try and look into preventing games from including paid loot crates in the future. Then the two Hawaii state representatives, uh, Chris Lee and Sean Quinlan, also kind of made their intentions known. Yeah. Uh, Chris Lee said, quote, this game is a Star Wars themed online casino designed to lure kids into spending Ooh. money. It's a trap. Ooh. Do you know what? It's mm. not though, is it? Well, <laughs> well, Sean Quinlan compared it to, to smoking and uh, encouraging kids to, yeah. to take up fags because he said, we didn't allow Joe Camel to encourage our kids to smoke cigarettes and we shouldn't allow Star Wars to encourage our kids to gamble. Also, what I like is this is a really serious topic, but he still found time to get a Star Wars quote in there. And I did appreciate that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> did he say it in an Admiral well, Ackbar voice? So I'm a politician. It's, and this it's is a, a trap. It's a serious issue. We can still yeah. have fun, guys. Yeah, is, exactly. that, is that a, okay? It's right, a trap. Yeah, okay, famous, yes. famous Star Wars. Oh, God, I always forget that you oh, have thanks, no exactly. idea. I, I just thought he was being genuine, but obviously <laughs> not. A question is more of no. Uh, so yeah, and was it yesterday? Uh, the British Gambling Commission 
released a statement. Uh, they said, the definition of what is legally classed as gambling is set by Parliament rather than us. Our role is to apply that definition by activities that we see and any changes to that definition need to be made by Parliament. Uh, they just said that it's kind of, it's murky waters as to what exactly is going on. And then, yeah, you have the French senator, Jerome Durain, Duran, Durain, uh, who wrote a, an open letter on Twitter to French President Emmanuel Macron. Macron. Uh, like, I, I understand, right? And I appreciate that asking the two of you for your opinions on this again is, <laughs> is like, yeah, what's the as phrase? Yeah. Draining blood from a stone. Yeah, I would yeah. just like to say, uh, someone, I did a jokey tweet from the video game, the Twitter account about right. um, a Cuphead thing. And I joked, like, this is why you follow us. Like, we bring you the important stories. And someone replied saying, could you put more enthusiasm into tackling the predatory business practices that are ruining the industry oh, and shit? Geez. So I can only apologise for the literally none of the airtime we have given the Star Wars yeah, right. issue that's thus yep. far yeah. on Video Gamer. Wow. So sorry Mm-mm. that we have not spoken about it at length or done any coverage in on the site. several episodes in uh, a row. Yeah. And I can only apologise for not addressing it in the review at all at any point. And writing an entire feature. Explaining. So, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Like, like, is... So, I don't know, because it's kind of getting to this stage, like, even uh, Chris Lee and Sean Quinlan, the Hawaiian politicians, during their statement, they had, cleverly, in many ways, uh, they had a... Random woman who claimed to be a mother of yeah, yeah. children. But then yeah. they had, had a like... gamer, and I think they had. Didn't they have like a local clergyman as well? Yeah. Of a nondescript religion. I can't sure. remember I what did, religion it was. Because people were saying like it, they were talked really seriously about it in, endangering children and stuff, and then got the gamer to come on and complain about access to content. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah. Oh, um, please. It's, it's is, is it is it is it dangerous to try and bring this uh, into a, a political debate? Well. This is the thing now, right? Because, like, I arguably something like FIFA has already been doing more damage to the kids for years as well. But I think it's Star Wars is a a bigger cultural touchstone that even like politicians mm. are aware of, right? Mm. More than like a FIFA video game. So this is just kind of the straw that broke the camel's back as it were and the problem is that yet like it's like with most kind of online things like legislation takes ages to do and it just hasn't moved as fast as the technology that it needs to legislate and because uh you know triple a games are all about profit making Mm. and stuff this industry did not kind of regulate itself yeah and now that like the actual regulators are kind of taking notice. It's going to be done by politicians like this who don't really kind of get all the mm. issue. Like they maybe don't understand. You know, it's like that Australian guy that thinks it's like basically it's going to be done by politicians that think video games make you kill people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is is the danger? I think because I'm not I'm not excusing the loot crates no. and loot boxes oh. as they because as I've said before, I think my opinion has changed on them actually. Because before I was like, it's fine if it doesn't affect the game, but obviously well, now like, mm-hmm. well, I, think I kind we of said, think differently. But. We said this last week, didn't we? Like, it's fine if it's cosmetic stuff. It's not fine if it's game altering yeah. things. But but do you think that bringing, bringing this to a political level again is, is iffy? Because should this not be kept to, say, over here, Peggy in America, yeah. ESRB and uh, other territories well, the first have thing, theirs, I guess? The first thing I think when a government or p- politicians get involved is like, haven't they got bigger fish to fry haven't they got other things of more, greater importance to be dealing with than this mm. right but well i mean it is a huge industry though it's like yeah. it's like saying why you know why would you bother legislating films? films yeah but then surely the game's rating as well protects kids from it because it's isn't it mean, a peggy 16 or a t for teen or something but i guess clearly it hasn't because like well uh, in in Star Wars, when because oh, I'm trying to remember, which did one of you do this, or did both of you do it, or did none of you do it? <laughs> actually, pay for a loot box just no, to see no, what no. it was like. Well, no, because by the time we were really playing oh, it, was, it, it, it was, was stopped. We bought them with in-game uh, credits. Because I, I wonder, does it, like, do, does it say? I don't know. Does it say anything that for you to tick a box that like I am adults? Like, does it? I no, know. I don't think there would be anything like it's, that. You have to have a get. I'm guessing I currency card on your is. your. Yeah. It yeah. will be linked to your thingy account, I think. So surely a parent can put a lock on that, can't they? 
right? I a guess, parental yeah, watch so I little mean, Billy like, can't go yeah. mental with your credit card. I mean, card. I think mm. it does need some kind of consumer protection yeah. type thing on it. It's just the, like I don't know what that would be really. I yeah. know that's not that's an unhelpful thing to yeah. say, but like it it's I I it's kind of like like EA the company you you love to hate, right? And and I guess tough titties that they're the ones that <laughs> yeah, kind of drawn the flat. Have drawn this. But like mm. I, I was thinking the other night, like fucking Activision and Blizzard must be really pleased that they just skimmed in well, under under the bar there. You'd think that, but they're not that pleased at the minute, actually. Uh Activision quite cross um <laughs> over a dog shit company, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. If I I am to call a spade a small shovel. Uh, Albert and Leslie Ochoa, in 2013, they set up a company uh, that promised 100% satisfaction, Rich Walker. Excellent. Which is, uh, that's a very... all of the poo gone. They don't leave any bits behind. (laughs) Not like The Apprentice. Yeah. Yeah. Picking up bird shit and stuff. Oh, yeah, right. What were they doing? Um, (laughs) But yeah, they set up this company in 2013 and... It seems like act. It's I don't know. It's only been brought to the attention of Activision. No, uh, but the the company is called Call of Duty, <laughs> yeah, and they promise to I suppose get rid of your your pet's waste effectively. Um, but Activision, yeah, not too happy, and they so they they had an issue with the the trademark, and they had until the end of November to file a notice of opposition, which they have since extended until the end of December. Right, and things like this do. Like, I understand protecting your copyright. I I get that. And actually, we could tie this into another story, which only happened as of recording today, uh, with uh, Night in the Woods, where I I understand protecting your copyright. But, like, where does the confusion come in there? I know, yeah. Online first-person shooter with a campaign (laughs) versus dog shit company. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's their issue, though. They're saying, like, it's it's bringing... Call of Duty well, into disrepute. But it's like that Lino company called Lino Richie. Lionel Richie <laughs> didn't take out a lo- lawsuit against them, did it? And his tagline, I mean, is it me you're looking for? There's some brilliant ones. <laughs> I mean, like uh, there was, oh, I remember in Cork, I don't know, it's still open, but there was like a health shop uh, that was called the Holy Grain or something. No, okay. and, like, I think it had a little picture of um, <laughs> fucking, there's something to do with Monty Python there right, anyway. Right. Like, yeah, they're fucking, they're great. There's but, businesses like that all over the place. I mean, I get, know. like, there are lots of complexities with copyright law in different countries that I really mm. don't understand. Like, for example, Google hate it when you say Google something to instead of search on the internet. Because really? if Google becomes the the word people use yeah but like yeah. if it officially beca- like if their copyright is diluted enough ah, that it becomes just a word domain. then like uh, yeah right. it's something like that and like so you could be like go, go head to Bing and Google it mm. <laughs> and then it's like the issue with the, the Night in the Woods thing that I guess we'll we'll discuss in a minute but like if you grant copyright to just anyone like a nice little family like this then maybe like massive companies will say like well you let them have it so we can have it too well, like, I, so that's precedence I suppose yeah what because that only happened yeah as of today what what was that story was... so I mean there's been stuff with the so Night in the Woods as as you know Colin Mahan and you haven't played it, okay, know. fine. No, no uh, it's like a nice kind of, it's a sort of point and click, I guess, kind of adventure game um, and about uh, a cat called May who comes back to her hometown. It's kind of one of those sort of like, it's sort of been left Coming behind a bit. Stories. Yeah, yeah, and like her hometown's been sort of left behind a bit. So it's, you know, shops are closing, um, big chains are moving in, that mm. kind of thing. Uh, and it's really, really good. Uh, but, there's been a couple of so like uh the, the uh a few I want to say months ago a couple of months ago uh there was like a Taylor Swift video promoting like free tickets to one of her gigs that mm-hmm. used they they looked a lot like the kind of animal the character models yeah, there was an yeah there was like an animation or something and it wasn't there and the the characters in it mm. were were very very similar yeah. to the characters in Night in the Woods yeah uh and the co-creator uh, Scott Benson at the time said like he wasn't really bothered so I don't think we did a story on that in the end but we have covered uh so the other day it got retweeted hundreds and hundreds of times he was talking about how he like people are like oh you're really cool how come you're so like hardline about like the copyright stuff and you won't let people sell not in the wood stuff on like your Etsy store and whatever and uh like he said because if we let you do that like there are these really horrible companies that mm-hmm. will 
kind of that will then say you've given them president and they apparently were like have, were like chasing down his family tracking down his family that lived elsewhere in the country and like contacting them trying to get permission from them that's for the night there was licensed and like uh, like they even tracked down his mum and like rang his mum asking her to re- to grant permission for them to use the license for merch uh, yeah which is unbelievably shitty yeah yeah or oh, very very much so and yeah so like that that was explained as why you have to protect your copyright i suppose yeah right? yeah which because i mean he said he raised to get like he he made another point saying that like copyright laws aren't to protect like smaller people they're pro- to protect basically like disney mhm yeah like huge companies like that so that you can't just fucking throw mickey mouse in in your game or whatever and just yeah <laughs> nondescript well no not that you you would just call him mickey mouse i suppose mm. um but mickey mouse a mouse an animal that sells quite well uh, hold on. Uh, Where's this going? And um, uh, I, I, see, I, I it kind of it sprung up in myself. I wasn't ready for it, but uh, Mickey Mouse does quite well. Sells a lot. Do you know what else sold a lot? Uh, Was he- Hellblade <laughs> sent you a sacrifice? Ah. Well, this I suppose when I say a lot, it exceeded the expectations of mm. developer Ninja Theory uh, because uh, let me get his title right. Leading chief creative ninja to meme. I'm going to need help with this surname. Antonidis. And I'm going to go with Antonidis, yeah. Antonidis. Antonidis. He said, the game exceeded our expectations because we weren't expecting to break even for nine months and we cleared it in three. Uh, He also added that creatively we hit a home run, but for other... but our other major goal was to prove that there was a space between indie and AAA games that could work commercially and for that, sales (laughs) do matter. Uh, In the first week... The game sold 250,000 across PlayStation 4 and PC. And yeah, it's now approaching 500,000, which I personally was quite pleased to see. Yeah, well done them. Because, yeah, first of all, yeah, completely well done them. And secondly, you know, this is a purely a single player game mm-hmm. that, as was outline, out, outlined by them, mm-hmm. uh, was a game that is not like small tiny little indie yeah. but and and not massive fucking pumping yeah hundreds yeah. and hundreds and hundreds of fucking millions, millions into it. And, yeah. like it was your your middle of the road game like we spoke about this last week yeah. you mentioned like binary domain or yeah that's uh, kind of the game i was think of when i think mid tier that was kind of you think like they they call them like double a or like yeah double a uh, ninja theory they called uh Hellblade, like an independent AAA game. I don't know why I always refer to mm. them as mid tier. That's how I've always thought of them. There's high tier, which is your AAA, and mm-hmm. low tier, which is your indie, and then mid tier. Yeah, but that makes it sound like indie's shit. Well, no, yeah, no, but <laughs> no. I think it's in it. terms of sort of budget, not that they're yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it, especially with all the chatter around single player games mm. and yeah, all that kind of mm. and stuff. and like loot crates as well, because a lot of yeah. that is about like how are ga- how do games become profitable now and the answer is well to spend less when you make them and that is yeah. the, and that is a viable answer i think ninja theory have uh, yeah, shown the the outline that as well in their dev diary that accompanied this this announcement where they said you know we we were able to keep the team quite tight and I suppose keep expectations at yeah. a certain level mm-hmm. As to what they wanted to do, and they succeeded. So it, yeah, so okay, it was digital only. It didn't get a physical release. Uh, it was a sort of lower price point. It was like twenty five quid or thirty dollars, I think. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, yeah, a small team. Uh, so they kept it all lean, and then they've been able to to hit profit. And it it kind of ties into something. Um, uh, Near Automata's uh, director Yokotaro said in mm. an interview recently. Uh, because he was talking about there's sort of this resurgence of Japanese games doing well in the West at the moment. And he mm. said he thinks it's because there are these the, these Japanese games that aim to be like massively AAA and they don't quite, I'm sort of paraphrasing, mm. they don't quite reach that. And so they become this kind of space between indie and AAA. And then they, because there is that massive gap here in yeah. the West, those Japanese games kind of fit that gap quite nicely. And it's, I, I think there obviously is a market out there for, like, yeah. it was always, again, as I say, when they planned, like, even budgeting and so on and so forth, like, planned that this was going to be a tighter experience. It wasn't going to be a 30-hour RPG. It was going to be your six-hour, mm-hmm. uh, slightly cheaper uh, game. And it did very well. I so, want more games like that. 100%. Like, a lot more games like that. Love more games like mm-hmm. that, where, 
it's just pretty straightforward. You don't have to cheat to win. Yeah. You know, it's single player. Don't have to play with other people. Because <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about. This is why he won 30 under 30. Listen, he... <laughs> stuff, stuff like this. He had a go at me because I, I said, listener... <laughs> what did I say? You said I was a better woman because I said... What? <laughs> you did... You said, well, I mean, earlier today you said, I, no, yesterday you said I hated joy because I hadn't put a Christmas tree up. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like at the tail end of last week, I said doing the podcast with you two was terrible because of this whole thing you do where you just egg each other on into yeah. ever increasingly terrible kind of puns and jokes and yeah. segues. And you said I was bitter for taking away. It's the, the equivalent of a Christmas tree on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just spread it. He's enjoying. Yeah. Listen, listener, he hates me when <laughs> <laughs> when you're not around he's so mean um, no comment so, so Epic Games they're suing a child I know uh, this is and the reaction when I said this to you is what you like your reaction was to laugh quite hard because I think it was so unexpected I was like I Epic... genuinely yeah I was like why are they suing a I was, child I, I just went like Epic Games is suing a 14 year old and he just burst out yeah. laughing he was like what why like, wouldn't you sue a child I bet they're dead easy to sue <laughs> yeah. well you'd think that rich but right. not if they have very Involved mothers, uh, mm. uh, so like Caleb Rogers, his mam Lauren Rogers. She is not too happy with this mm-hmm. uh, because so basically Epic are suing him because uh, he he was cheating. Right, uh, they caught him cheating fourteen times for various offences, mm. and uh, I don't believe they knew he was a child when yeah. they kind of. I think went they after. they identified like two cheaters. Uh, yeah, from. A while, like, was it last month? Uh, October? Yeah, October, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, And now it turns out one of them is just a child, Mm -hmm. (laughs) essentially. That's crazy. Which has now, it kind of made it a bit kind of iffy. There's a few things that Lauren is is not too happy with. So she wrote... Uh, she wrote a letter, I believe, to to Epic Games and said, quote, It is my belief that due to their lack of ability to curve cheat codes and others from modifying their game, they are using a 14-year-old child as a scapegoat to make an example out of him. Uh, she said that the EULA agreements that Caleb signed to uh, to play the game, they shouldn't they shouldn't stand, basically, because there's no, there's no verification during that process that... Um, I think it's that that like he's an adult or that like you know similar to what we were saying about kind of Star Wars effectively right. uh, and also uh, oh yeah because he's a minor his identity shouldn't be released publicly and uh, she's also kind of taking taking him to to task about that as well mm. now Epic has responded and they said quote this particular lawsuit arose as a result of the defendant filing a DMCA counterclaim to a takedown notice on a YouTube video that exposed and promoted Fortnite Battle Royale cheats and exploits under these circumstances the law requires that we file suit or drop the claim so I mean quite quite uh, ballsy by one Caleb to get a DMCA yeah, takedown say. Yeah. and then say like no 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 fuck <laughs> you Caleb sounds like, let's be fair. Caleb sounds like he might be a little shit. Yeah. Because he's yeah. like, he's been done for like stream sniping. Yeah. He was using an aimbot. And then he did like a DMCA counterclaim. Mm. So, you know. Yeah. Like, fucking. I bet Lauren. Calm and, it down, Caleb. Uh, yeah. But also. Him and his mum go around the supermarket. He goes, I want it. And put stuff in the trolley. Maybe he's no maybe, Caleb. You may, can't. Maybe Caleb's sort of like like she gets Caleb to throw some tins on the floor and yeah, then they exactly, get money yeah. off. <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Or he embarrasses her at the checkout into buying him chocolate. But either way, checkout either way, obviously not yeah. a good look for a company to <laughs> yeah. be suing a fourteen year old. On to what we've been playing this week. Now, Rich, looking at my notes here, mm. I'm just wondering, do my eyes deceive me? Because you have been playing Charlie Brooker's television show, Black I ha- Mirror. <laughs> I have, but I haven't, no. It's got nothing to do with that. Interesting. Interesting name I mean, of a game, then. Yeah. <laughs> Surely we're all playing Charlie Brooker's Black Mirror yeah, every day of our lives. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. You can't escape Black Mirrors. They're everywhere. How, how much do you use your phones? Exactly. <laughs> Lords, <laughs> there you go. Oh no, there you go. Right, no. Rich, what, explain to me what Black Mirror is. Well, right, 
it's it was originally a trilogy that started back in 2003, so it actually predates Charlie Brooker's TV series. Okay, so I'm, I mean, I respect that. They're like, no, 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 yeah. that's our name. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so can they I just came say, up with it first. I think my joke of using a picture of Michael Bolton from the movie Office Space for the news story about this I was did, much underappreciated. No, I, I totally got it. I was like, who's that in the picture? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very good, very good. Why should I change? He's yeah. the one who's still. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a kind of reimagining, reboot, whatever you want to call it, of that series, and it's desperately mediocre. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry uh, to say. Did you play the originals? <laughs> no, but the originals, as far as I could tell, were I've done a little bit of research on them. They were point and click adventures. Um, they took place in big kind of Victorian. Yeah, sort of spooky. Spooky castles, not Victorian, like medieval gothic, kind of gothic castles. Lovecraftian yeah. kind of that okay. kind of thing. So it's taken its cue from that and it does generate, you know, quite a good atmosphere from it, to be fair to it. It's just a bit dull. It starts off with some fairly good puzzles in there. It's, you know, those kind of puzzles that make you, you think a bit and when you complete them, you're like, yes, you know, I did mm-hmm. that myself. Brilliant. But then it kind of abandons that and just kind of settles into this kind of boring linear story that is kind of predictable and not particularly fun and every single time you go from room to room there's a load screen and they're not short load screens they're quite long load screens and it just ruins the game and it doesn't look particularly great either so like what the fuck is it loading it's not like it's some giant high fidelity open world what's going on here so so every time you enter a room and i'm guessing you go from room to room quite a lot yeah. it loads yeah and I, I'm I can swear there was a bug as well where he kind of turns on his heel as he comes into room and so you're in the wrong direction so you can accidentally go back sometimes oh Jesus so I was like ah so I've got to sit through the load screen again or no <laughs> exactly that was happening then- <laughs> to uh, we were playing Lego Marvel Heroes yeah, uh, and live stream on Friday, and that was happening in one part. Yeah, I kept doing that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, terribly annoying when that yeah, happens. Yeah, when the camera changes and you're in the. So yeah. like the the originals very much point and click, but is this free roam walk around? Like, is it? I don't know to liken it to something. Is it your your modern day uh, walking simulator with added kind of or or more uh, puzzly bits? Well, like, like I say, there are some puzzles. None are particularly that difficult, apart from one or two. But um, I don't know if it's... No, you couldn't really call it a walking simulator, I don't think. You you have to explore the mansion. You have to kind of uncover this mystery. It's all fairly linear. It's not really point and click because you kind of move the camera around when you interact with something and these big button prompts come up. So you can't really miss anything unless you're completely stupid or, you know, <laughs> you have impaired vision or something. I did think, um, like... So, yeah. I thought the trailer looked quite cool, but also yeah. it was extremely horror tropey. Like there was a yeah. bit where, like there's like an old woman who's like, "Everything I did, I did for the good of the family." Well, that's and another then, thing. Like, it's not remotely scary either. Oh, is yeah. it? So this is meant to be a horror game. It's meant to be a kind of horror Lovecraftian so, Edgar Allan Poe sort thing. Of the horror of the mind. I'm yeah. doing scary hands. So what, can like... you explain to me what, like, <laughs> in brief, what yeah. the story is? Okay, so the game opens. Uh, your father dies under mysterious circumstances. It's not a spoiler to say that because it's, you know... Very, very, it's in the, the guards been notified? It's are, in the press they... conference. Right. Uh, press release, rather, blurb and everything, so we know about that. The family have rele- have put in a press release about no, their no, no, father No, 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 the, the game's press release okay, right. says all that in it, so it's... We find a very strange family <laughs> released a press release. That would be bizarre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Daddy has died. <laughs> so you're, you're the son, and you have to go back to your ancestral home in the Scottish kind of highlands in the middle of nowhere... And you basically have to unravel the mystery of how and why your father died. Okay. That's the story in a nutshell. So is it, uh, like, yeah, when you say it's not really walking simulator or the puzzles, uh, they kind of are good at the start, but then they drop them. Well, it's like, yeah. What is it then? It's just a linear kind of adventure. You go from pillar to post. Is it dialogue? Yeah, there are. Well, again, you just sort of work through the dialogue choices, press the buttons and just expend them all and then move on to the next bit. Um, I suppose you have to figure out where you're going and it's such a labyrinthine kind of house that you get lost a lot. So much of the game you'll kind of be wandering, wondering where the fuck do I go and there's no map. So you're like, yeah, most of the game you'll be looking at loading screens, you'll be hopelessly lost and presumably a bit bored. So, uh, excellent. buy it. Right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not a budget game either. It's like, well... 
30 quid, 40 dollars, something like that. Mm. So it's not cheap. Mm. And it's yeah. about six hours long. So yeah, I, right. I, I didn't, so I didn't think much of it. It's a Hellblade then, isn't it? But like, but but not as good. Mm. Not nearly as good. Yeah, so, Call yeah, of Duty. Call of Duty World War Two. Similar in length in terms of campaign, mm. uh, which I played through. And it's quite good. Yeah. Learned a few things. Yeah. The the early nineteen forties, rough old time for the world. Yeah, right. There was a lot going on mm. uh, generally around continental Europe. Yeah. Uh, a lot of arguing, a lot of fighting, a lot of gunshots. Yes. Apparently. Um I so I decided to play this because I remember when Call of Duty World War Two, before it was announced, and there was a lot of a lot of talk about Call of Duty returning. <laughs> fucking all these phrases that they've hammered Return off. to his roots. Boots, boots on the boots ground. On the ground. <laughs> like, but before those became like buzz phrases, people did want it to return mm. to its roots and become a World War shooter. And mm-hmm. I did as well. So I was like, well, it would be hypocritical of me then to not actually get yeah. around to play it. So I did. And yeah, like Alice, myself and yourself were talking about this mm. off mic. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a... A very enjoyable campaign. I, I really liked it. Like, there are certain elements of it that they've turned up to 11, which I, I understand. You know, there's a lot of missions where uh, you have... Something will, will explode and nearly fall on you. Yeah. And like to, yeah. yeah, to not go into specifics, you have, like, <clears throat> big, massive explosions and, like, very Call of Duty summer blockbuster-esque, yeah. which... Like, yeah, maybe some of it is is mm. blown out of proportion a little bit. But I, I kind of, I like, get it if they want to, like, ramp up the excitement. Yeah. You know? To, At the end of to, the day, it's Call of Duty, right? And there's a, a, exactly. a, a expectations that come with that. Uh, so. Because the Call of Duty games, right? They Obviously, yeah. every year they get a bad rap from fucking everyone. Mm. Uh, bar the buying public. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who will uh, pick it up every year. Uh, but your kind of, your people on the inside... Will will just rag on it all the time, and I think it's very unfair because for the most part, Call of Duty games are very, very well made. A lot made. of people call it Call of Duty. They do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Set up a. Dungeon. I don't yeah. think. I don't think everyone like. I like Infinite Warfare from Video Gamer. Like got quite oh, a good no, score. I think it's stuff. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Like. I sub- well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Like Infinite but Warfare. I mean, I guess Call of Duty has become kind of the the joke. Like, oh, game game. like the game that it's cool to hate. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, it's come out. I wonder what Call of Duty will be like this yeah, year. Yeah. Will it have guns in it? And like, <laughs> and I, that yeah, kind of thing. I, like this one is quite different because if you can even just compare it to Infinite Warfare, and I get that there are mm-hmm. three development studios now working on mm. the game, so they are going to be quite different. But if you compare it to Infinite Warfare, it it is completely stripped back. Like yeah. you don't have the regenerative health. You've no, you've health packs. You have. I enjoyed the what do they call them? In the games, the squad abilities, or something yeah. like that, where yeah. you can call on one of the members of your mm-hmm. your platoon, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, get ammo off them or get grenades off them, and it, it's just I, I like it's a nice change of pace. Like, Spoiler alert, you can't fly into space either. You can't fly into space mm, either, yeah. Because yeah. 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 uh, I, I enjoyed Infinite Warfare, but Infinite War, the campaign of Infinite Warfare, mm. uh, it suffered from being close in release date to Titanfall. And it just yeah. felt very much like uh, Titanfall, but not as good, basically. Yeah. The movement wasn't as good, and just the setting and the missions and yeah. all that just weren't quite as on point. But... Yeah. Uh, one thing that this Call of Duty does obviously is try and be Band of Brothers mm. and it's alright at it you know I've, I feel because I'm still with the campaign I'm still working through it and I felt at the start it hadn't earned any of that emotional buy-in but I'm feeling now like because you've spent more time with the characters anyway it's sort of starting to get that a bit y- yeah but like there are some kind of I get not cheap, but like just like I, I guess there's some bits in it that they probably thought were more resonant than they are. I guess one hundred percent. It's um, like your your because it is that type of your your buddies that are very much your family. Like there'll be times in the game where you're traveling from one objective to the other, and there will be just general chit chat, yeah. trying to build up the characters and the camaraderie. But yeah, it's. I don't think it entirely fails at it. I think it's I think it's quite all right. And mm. I, I enjoy Pearson, who is your 
Uh, yeah, kind of your um, what's the, the the fucking grade? Isn't he like grade? sergeant, is lieutenant, or sergeant? sergeant? Which one is above the other one, Alice? It goes uh, corporal, sergeant, lieutenant. He's sergeant well, Pearson, isn't lieutenant. he? Okay, yeah. sergeant Pearson. Yeah, yeah, is a sergeant. Yeah, the sergeant so. is generally the shouty one that yeah. actually yeah. tells you, you what he's, to do. He's yeah. the full metal jacket kind of one. Yeah, and yeah. I I enjoy him, and it's yeah, it's like a lot of the Call of Duty campaigns. It's an enjoyable romp. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what this one is, and I, I, I enjoy the, yeah, the the uh, the the health packs and the mm. the squad abilities yeah. and stuff like that. It's it's different enough. Mm. I know? have found, and I said this to you off mic as well, and obviously not wishing to belittle anyone that did actually fight in the Second World War, but I have found that the player character himself is quite easy to make fun of. Mm-hmm. Because at the start of each of the missions, he does like a little, I'm writing in my diary slash writing a letter to my dad or my girlfriend or something. Yeah, and yeah. they're all sort of a bit like, I may just be a simple farmer's boy, yeah, yeah. but I know right from wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it, is, yeah. it is quite easy to just do that, what I just did. Yeah. Very much so. I, and yeah, it plays on a lot of the, the tropes. That, like even that Pearson guy, even though I like him, it's all it's all very very tropey and all follows a a pattern that as you say like that I I don't know right from wrong but I know America's a good country and like yeah. you know <laughs> fighting for the freedom and yeah yeah so on and so forth but you know there are some weird bits though where it sort of tries to make a comment about how like because they go past like some German soldiers true and, yeah and one of them's like no they're like just men oh, as well they say that too, quite yeah, early right. on and then yeah. like there's another mission later on where you encounter some German civilians and stuff so it it like, kind of weirdly does that as well see I think mm. if you're going to explore that you do have to explore you fucking that. go for that yeah and it doesn't really do that like, yeah, yeah I, I forgot about that it, it does it does yeah do the they have families too quite early on and drops it and makes the Nazis just a, f- a faceless enemy. It did, yeah, it's because yeah. they did it. Yeah, no, they have families too. And then it's like, pick up that rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kill the fuckers, yeah, which yeah. Uh, is very much what you do in Wolfenstein too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's your cue to talk about. Oh, is it? Sorry. It's not on the list. <laughs> it's not on the list, it's, man. That's because I had to add it afterwards. Because oh, you told me I didn't realise you were it on me. It. I can't remember anything about it. My mind's gone blank. <laughs> Wolfenstein 2. <you laughs> what are you doing it again? You, you kill Nazis as well. BJ Blazkowicz. Oh, that's the Fro one. Fro yeah, Engel, yeah. you know that one? Yeah, yeah, I remember now, yeah. No, I've played like the first few missions and I loved the first game and I'm enjoying this one immensely too. Um, you guys played it, right? Uh, yeah, I I've played I loved a bit. It. Yeah. How are you finding the difficulty? This is the... The contentious topic or... I forgot what I'm playing at. I think I'm playing at the third one-up. Ooh, Rich Walker. What? Is that good? I don't That's, know. That's, yeah, because a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, consider, like, the second difficulty, because there's about there's about six or something, yeah. or, like, yeah. it's not just easy, normal, hard. Uh, a lot of people are considering the second one to be normal. normal right, basically. so I'm playing on... Hardish, hardish, yeah. <laughs> okay, and yeah, uh, many people say to drop it down to the the first level, which I one hundred percent understand. Like there, there are parts of it where it maybe pushes it a right. little bit too far. Like it for me, it never pushed it, it, it never pushed it fully that way. But right. I, I understand that it could become frustrating sometimes on that difficulty. I feel like I'm playing at the right level because I've got through some encounters by the skin of my teeth but i've managed to do them so i feel like i've pitched it just about right the other game the first one i did the highest difficulty but i did it on new game plus with all the perks unlocked right i don't know if you can do it in the sequel but i'm never doing that fucking what is it mind lieber difficulty is that the Fuck one where you, that shit. you there's no deaths yeah yeah uh, who who does that? Why do they put that in games? Who's the, the Which, masochist who's playing that? Oh, the really hard one. Yeah. yeah, who's the maniac playing that? I don't know. Yeah. We don't like those people. No, we don't. Not, they're, not weird. they're weird. Not in this house. Wait, are you, like... So wait, which is the... Because you said the, there's no deaths. You, you it, it, If you die, it's that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah you oh, can't, you can't die, mm. basically, it's game over. So if you got to, like, the final boss, and then you died on the final boss, tough shit. shit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, that, like that is actually one thing that I kind of don't like about Wolfenstein is that it's the the difficulty ranking on it is like, like the the lowest one is like, can I play? And he's in a 
baby, yeah, baby, baby, baby. Yeah. I, I just sort of I'm like come on like <laughs> have, have we come far enough that you can't be like you play the game on easy yeah exactly <laughs> like you worse just yeah. yeah just like just because you play something on a different difficulty doesn't make you a shit cunt like mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> but a game that has no difficulties I believe oh yeah is Night in the Woods because mm. it's not that type of game Rich Walker it's not I that know type of game. nothing about it. It's embarrassing. Tell me all about it. Please. I guess it's not on console. No, well, that's, no. that's it then. Is it nice? Uh, it's not, not on PlayStation. I mean, not yet. I, I don't know. Is it, maybe? I would assume since Rich says it's not, it's I not. Suppose, well, it's suppose, flown yeah. under my radar, I, possibly. I guess not. You know? Yeah. What is Night in the Woods, Alice Bell? Uh, it's very, very good. I mean, we, we're, our Game of the Year stuff is coming up. Shh. <laughs> that's a teaser for you. Uh, so I don't want to go massively into it, but like. Yeah. I really liked it, as you predicted I would, actually, because mm-hmm. you reviewed it for us. I yep. gave it an eight. I gave it an eight, he says <laughs> confidently. Fairly sure, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it's really, really good, yeah. And it's got a lot of layers to it. A lot, lot of layers and different kind of aspects to it. So there's kind of, there's stuff about... Um, yeah, coming of age and kind of coming home and finding things have kind of changed and maybe the people have moved on a little bit mm-hmm. um but then also finding people that haven't moved on uh and that all that kind of quote-unquote economic anxiety stuff um like because because you you basically you play as i think we met Shelley may who's a cat and she went off to uni- university to college but had to drop out and came back and you only really find out why she dropped out right at the end mm-hmm. um and she's having to explain to these people like why she dropped out and everyone's kind of like why like you, you know, she she comes across a lot of the game as kind of selfish and kind of a dick. I found. Um, mm. I don't know if you did. No, it's, it's interesting. I, like I think a lot of the game is very much open to. to I, mean, I guess like she's 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 not trying to be, but she's just kind of a little bit thoughtless sometimes. Yeah, and and very much um, like because she comes back into her hometown and. I think in many ways, memory serves, uh, kind of expects everything to be where it once was and expects all her friends to be exactly how they were. Yeah, I think she she says at one point, it's like one of her friends in particular, um, B, it's like she stayed in the same place but got older, whereas May left the town but stayed the same age almost. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so the game is basically, it takes place over kind of, fall like an autumn mm-hmm. uh and you each day you leave your house you kind of say you can talk to or not talk to as many people as you want but you you leave your house go down into town and then maybe go hang out with uh say jeffrey it's not jeffrey, jeffrey the bear fox which one's the fox greg is greg the, is the fox yeah and then his boyfriend the bear whose name i also can't remember uh and then there's uh b the crocodile uh, and sometimes you'll do like a band practice where you have to do like a playing bass mini game. I uh, love that. That was great. Crack. <laughs> I was really bad at that. Uh, sometimes like uh, Greg will ask you to like go smash light bulbs because he likes doing crime. His thing is doing crime. Yeah. Uh, or like you'll go and have dinner at like uh, B's house. And at the same time, there's kind of a weird subplot evolving both to do with um, May's kind of mental well-being uh, the ta- and the town's well-being and stuff as well and at the same time you're finding stuff out about your other friends' lives and kind of their secret lives and stuff and it's really good and there's so many nice little details it's a very very interesting game that like all all these animals and whatnot, uh, mm. like just feel very real they feel mm. yeah. like very well realised people they all kind of speak in different ways right so they have different like because one of the ways to tell if something's written well is, is if you could take off Mm. The na- if you had a script and you took the names off, would you be able to tell right. which character was which? Then and why is it? Can do that. Why is it not coming to console then? As far as I know, don't know. Don't might know. do. It might be. <laughs> have to look it up, but like, yeah, and like mm. May has sort of different ways with interacting with her. So like the way May hangs out and talks to Greg is really different to how she is around B because they have different hmm. like ways they hang out. Mm. I guess. So, uh, what kind of a game is it then? Like genre, if you had to put it into a genre, this is an adventure game. Okay, yeah, oh. yeah, probably an adventure game like that. Like the band practice will give you 
There'll be button prompts. Yeah. Uh, like they're, they're kind of like little mini games like that. There's another mini game where you go into a shopping center and you, I think it's UNB, uh, and you go into a shop and you try and steal something from behind the counter. I was yeah. going to joke that you had to shoplift, but you do. <laughs> yeah, no, you do. Yeah. Right. And so you must like put your hand into something behind the counter and grab it and must you hold you the button to, or something? You have to, right. you have to like stop moving if the cash assistant looks at you. Yeah. <laughs> so there are all these little, right. they're the gamey bits, if you will. Yeah, and there's all like sort of platforming as well because you can walk to on an the, extent, yeah. the telephone wires okay. so you can bounce off them onto rooftops and find little hidden areas and stuff. Cool. Mm. But yeah, it's a, a very interesting game that, as you say, like, is, I think, is it set in modern day? I mean, it, it's, it feels, uh, yeah. it feels very modern day mm. that, like, you would know these people nowadays. Like, if you compare that to, say, something like ancient Egypt, it's hard to, it's hard to uh, imagine. Well, say, I, I, I want to know what its origins were. It's, uh, so know. <laughs> it's hard to imagine the likes of Cleopatra today, you know? I'm leaving. <laughs> So, I have started Assassin's Creed Origins. I think I'm about five or six hours in, but I feel like the word started is still quite apt. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I am in the... Ooh, am I? I'm... Well, I'm in the third area, I suppose. So, I have... Fuck, it's hard. It's, to be honest, it's hard to nail down because right. it is such an expansive game that, like, after... F- quote unquote finishing the mm. first area like I had to build up my level yeah. before I got to the second area which probably, I don't know probably took about two hours yeah. you know so it is but all, all the systems that are in place I thought I would find quite daunting but I haven't so far mm-hmm. I think it's exp- it's all explained quite re- well yeah. the, the crafting systems and the the new combat which yeah. is like I, yeah. I, like it's just so improved yeah. On the other games, mm-hmm. where it was fucking shite enough, like the the old <laughs> games, you know, where it's like I'll take yeah. a, a swipe, I'll wait for the other guy, yeah, like it was just all very stilted. Whereas this feels much more freeing, yeah, and yeah, like it just very every move feels quite deliberate. Mm-hmm. Uh, every attack you do feels quite deliberate, yeah, um, and like yeah, I, again, I am not very far into it but I do wonder if the the allure of Egypt will wane a little bit right because it's so big like I I could see that from when you were playing it Alice how fucking big this is so big but it is very big like I but then I understand other people like I think you Rich have been enjoying that because Mm. like you you fucking reviewed it what two weeks ago and you're still playing it because And is that the allure of side missions? Or? Yeah, well, any misgivings I had about the size of that game were unfounded, it turns out, because I'm just enjoying exploring the world now mm. and I feel like I'm still so invested. You know, the story I did ages ago, but now I've got all this other side stuff I want to do. I want to max out Bayek. I want to I try and 100% it now, basically. And I've unfogged the entire map now so nice. I can travel around. Oh, did you go to the top of the uh, the Black Mountain yes, thing? Yes, oh, so that. good, isn't I it? Yeah. It's awesome, yeah. There's these little hermit locations that I didn't know existed. They're all just little places where you can sit and just meditate and just take in the view. It's it, like, just, it gives you little rewards like that for, yeah. for bothering to climb up a mountain kind of thing, yeah. which is nice. So yeah, it's quite it's cool. a very, very nice looking game. Oh, it's yeah. great. And yeah. I've been playing it on the uh, Xbox One X lately as well, and it just... Oh, it's beautiful. We, it's uh, by the way, just to, to interject there, yeah. as an industry, need to find a good shorthand for the Xbox One X. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Origins. I, is it just like XBX? Is it XB? Oh, XB. Oh, I see. XB. Uh, like the X. <laughs> People know what just, I'm saying if I just say the X. Because it's that, and then the X. But it's it's so close to S. Well, that's that's the issue, and that will be the issue for many parents at Christmas time. Yeah, when the child asks for an Xbox One X and they get an Xbox One X. I thought you said an S. No, I didn't. Uh, Little scenario there for you. Good names, (laughs) everyone. Yeah. Stop, and also while we're at it, Mm -hmm. stop giving names to new games that are already the name of an old game from the early two thousands. Yeah. So I'm looking there at Battlefield, uh, Battlefront. God of War, all of you guys 
has just, just, yeah. just come on. Like, what was wrong with God of War 4? What was wrong with the number 4? What was so objectionable you could just, about that Because what you could do there, which is really clever and I don't yeah. think they thought of, is that you could replace the A with the, the numeral 4. Yeah. In the title. Yeah. And that would look really stylish. Exactly. You were almost a Jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly? Listen. Let's go ball. This is my favourite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character and you, Rich Walker, and you, Alice Bell, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop and then give me said answer. Clue number one. My first appearance in a video game came in 2001. 2001. Stop. Alice Bell. (gasps) Adam Jensen. Incorrect. <laughs> Clue number two. I have appeared in three other games in this series and have had cameos in two other games in the series as well. So like three uh, proper appearances and two cameos. <laughs> Clue number three. <laughs> Clue number three. I became a film star in 2006. Oh. No. No. Stop. Alice Bell. Doom guy? Incorrect. Stop. Do- Alice Bell. Age of 47. <laughs> Incorrect. I don't like this. <laughs> Clue number four. I am seen as a sort of figurehead for my series after being introduced in the first sequel. So do you remember when I was banging on about his first appearance? Huh? Oh, shit. So that was... Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, God. And Clue oh. number five. Uh. Stop. Alice Bell. Tom Nook. Incorrect. Oh. I, I have am- no idea when the Animal I- Crossing <laughs> games came out. <laughs> <laughs> Clue number five I am more of a monster Than one particular person Really As at the end of my first game I stood al- Excuse me I stood alongside A body double Wow Oh what? Stop Rich Walker Solid Snake Incorrect uh, Shit No that's not right I'll go, th- I'll go through the so clues 2001 well, I'm thinking the first se- Let's work together on this Rich Right the, Okay so, so Metal Gear Solid was 98 So yeah that's that's wrong. I just want to put that out there because <laughs> I'm a Metal Gear fan no, and I can't they, live. I won't they, lift that down. So this character, this character appeared in the first sequel. So it means that the 2001 was the it's second not, game in the series. Yeah. Um, what came out in 2001? Uh, body double. Wow. My first appearance in a video game came in 2001. I have appeared in three other games in the series and I've had two cameos in other games as well five in total uh, clue number three I became a film star in 2006 film star. clue number four I am seen as a sort of figurehead of the series after being introduced in the first sequel and clue number five I am more of a monster than stop one. Alice Bell Pikachu incorrect and one particular person really as at the end of my first game I stood alongside a body double a clone of myself basically don't take that literally that's again and go down the middle yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's what threw me that's what I thought I'm more of a monster a than monster. any one particular person wow. I am seen as a sort of figure head of the series is head a clue because you seem to be putting an emphasis <laughs> on that a figure head I became a film star in 2006 and my first appearance in a video game came in 2001, which was the sequel of my series. Oh. We don't know, Colin. No, I don't. C- do, do can we come back to you next week? Yeah. <laughs> I give, I give up. I give up. Uh, so uh, the answer that was uh-huh. on the card was Pyramid Head. Oh, oh for Fuck. So my first appearance in a video game came in 2001 okay. Silent Hill 2 I'd never yeah. have got that I have appeared in three other games in the series And I've had two cameos in two other games I didn't know that Yeah. Uh, clue number film, three I became yeah. a film star in 2006 The original Silent Hill uh, I'm seen as a sort of figurehead of the series Because his name's fucking Pyramid, Pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, After being introduced in the first sequel And clue number five I'm more of a monster than one particular person really Because at the end of, the fir- of my first game I stood alongside a body double There was two pyramid heads there Mm. I see. I always forget. I forgot that about he the was, films. He was not in the first one. Yeah, I forget about the films as well. I was. I was trying to go through like f- films that there are games of, and vice versa. Yeah. I can think, oh, no. That, fair play. Sorry <laughs> to any listeners who would undoubtedly screaming. screaming. <laughs> it's <pyramid> head. <laughs> Did hey. you know? By the way, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh. <laughs> There is a shocking amount of like pyramid head themed fan fiction porn on the oh. internet. Oh, really? Shocking, yeah. Why? I don't know. What the fuck? There just is. 
Mm. Okay, that's worrying. As Jim said many moons ago, people are strange, Rich. People really people are, are strange. People are very strange. Very. Every Tuesday, we send the call out on Twitter.com for questions for this, the question segment of the Video Gamer podcast. And thankfully, you people answer that request. Brilliant. Cheers, boys and girls. Uh, Drew. Uh, Drew asks do you have a preference on which Christmas film you watch first we always put on Polar Express when we put up the tree it's good but not great so it doesn't distract from the task at hand I like Drew's thinking you know something to kind of get you in the mood but also at the same time sure. you won't go this is really good we yeah, should sit yeah, down yeah. properly and watch this I just watch Muppet Christmas Carol on repeat for that's every good. day of December that's every good. morning in December I wake up and open Palm Slam my God. That's, that's good. <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol into the into the video play. see I, I, I think Muppet Christmas Carol is a little bit too good I think something <laughs> like I th- see I think Polar Ex- Express wasn't that the one with the weird faces yeah the dead eyes yeah, like when Tom Hanks was every character yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really like that film it was just it was just too weird for me yeah and it was like you can't hear the Christmas bells if you don't believe in Christmas <laughs> that was it yeah, <laughs> it was really kind of weird and the elves were all sort of haunting in it uh, yeah no no, yeah, no, no, no no to that <laughs> like, I'd be more inclined to put on I don't know some kind of like just start Netflix and just put on any old shit. Yeah. Elf, you know, Elf is pretty oh, reliable. Elf is good, yeah. yeah, Elf is a fucking yeah. Elf I, I is think the you best said work of Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> without question. By the way, uh, the Prince Charles Cinema is doing sing-along screenings of Muppet Christmas Carol all through oh, December. Wow. I'm going to go wow. with my brother, so you're awesome. all very welcome oh. to. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, herself is a massive fan. I think that's her favorite Christmas film as well. We should yeah. all go. It'll be great. Hmm. Uh, Ross McMahon asks what's the best thing about winter you can't say Christmas my birthday the freezing cold you get in in a technicality yeah. don't you like, uh, right it's January in. Well, not a technicality uh, <laughs> technicality uh, what's yours cold of the course cold, it is because you're the, a cold hearted cold. fucker yeah exactly. I like the cold yeah <laughs> um, I, t- I don't I don't really know because it's literally Christmas seeing family well let's tie into Christmas I don't know uh, <laughs> Jam asks will y'all come on out for PAX Australia 2018 if I ask nicely oh man I would love to go to Australia but I don't I leave that up to you Gaffer what do you want to do I obviously have no control of whether or not we go to Australia in fact I can tell you now with some certainty if we ask Dan <laughs> our boss Dan can me and uh, Colin just go on a jolly to PAX Australia I think he would say no. Mm. We'll see. But we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll test the waters. But I would I'd, love to go like to, to Australia. Rich? I would personally not want to spend 24 hours on a plane. That's the only God, thing. you're such yeah. a curmudgeonly... Just, uh, it's, no, I just don't like being on a plane for that long. But it's a confined sleep. space, like a tube. I can't sleep on the plane. The engine noise. Can you not? No, no, no to turn I can't. it down. Yeah, turn the engines down, please. have got some leftover painkillers. We'll just bang a few of them. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, if we flew to Australia, because I hate flying as well, so I think we'd have to be there for at least three weeks. Uh, yeah, value order yeah exactly so we'll yeah, just I'd have do to that. see my auntie tree, she lives out there and I've never seen her uh, Noah says I believe the three ingredients needed to make a phenomenal horror game Horror game. these questions have got longer with the, uh, yeah. the Twitter limit <laughs> our great sound design the lead up to a, a jump scare and Noel Edmonds Mr. Blobby <laughs> has, a, has a game either mentally scarred you or changed life habits because of a frightening virtual encounter for example I dread the sea because of the four legged shark creature in Jack and Daxter scared me shitless I know only paddle oh that's really sad <laughs> although I don't like the sea because sometimes you feel stuff brushing against your legs and it's really scary and then you suddenly remember how deep the sea is well, you could get stung by jellyfish jellyfish terrify me yeah. awful and I used like to go surfing when I lived in Wales and there were always stonefish under the sand mm-hmm. and you ran the risk of stepping on a stonefish yeah my uncle did that, that once my yeah. uncle did that once he s- stepped on a stickleback and then had to be carried up to the uh, lifeboat lifeboat the lifeguard's yeah. hut and then he had to put his foot in boiling water. Oh, God. That's almost as bad as stepping on a stickle brick. Mm. There you go. Sorry, uh, sorry. sorry, that's not really the question. Though. <laughs> sorry to trivialise um, you. <laughs> I don't know. It's usually Because usually like primal fears like that are formed when you're very young. And I didn't yeah. really play games when I was very young. I'm still afraid of like dolls and shop window dummies and stuff like that because they're fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, For me, it'd probably be... Like, I... All right, I get... Dolphins are great. That's mm-hmm. grand, you know. So are you scared of dolphins? No, I'm not scared of dolphins, <laughs> all right? I think dolphins, you know, everyone thinks they're lovely. And Did you have a terrible blah, blah, experience blah. with Echo? <laughs> so at the start of Echo, the dolphin <laughs> oh, really? terrified the living shit out of me. Really? Like, yeah. 100%. Oh, when you leap out the, the sea the and the... Start, the, start, the start of the game, you're just swimming around <laughs> and you do the... How high like in thing. the sky can you yeah, fly? Yeah, exactly. Chatting yeah. to the other dolphins and the dolphins are just 
fucking spouting shit in riddles yeah. and just like, have you ever looked up to the sky, Echo? And you're like, what are they talking about? And you do another one and he's like, hmm, lovely blue sky, yeah. isn't it? And you're like, right, okay. I guess I'm meant to jump into the sky yeah. then. And then you do and it's just <laughs> flashing red and really like... like It's like a big tornado, isn't it? Or something. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying noises. Yeah, Don't like that. it. Haven't been able to watch Blue Planet because of it. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> it scares the shit out of me I don't like it uh, Sam Chapter <laughs> asks what's the worst movie you've seen this year ooh I just trying to think of films I've seen this year uh, I haven't seen that many I actually watched what's that one with Keanu Reeves where some girls have sex with him in a shower uh, and... Knock Knock I think it's called isn't yeah, it yeah that's fucking <laughs> I mean, dreadful that, for me, is that pr- the remit of the film the um <laughs> yeah, so like it's, sex it's Ke- yeah, well, yeah. Keanu Reeves like family go away, and then these two girls, and it starts raining. And these two girls turn up, and they're like, "Oh, gee, Mister, we were supposed to be going to a party, but yep. it's raining, and all our clothes <laughs> are wet." Rain, like, oh, can yeah. we use your washing machine? Hey? Like, <laughs> really? Keanu's like, "Yeah, sure, you can." And then they end up having sex. Yeah, and, and it's then they blackmail like, him. I think don't they? Are they looking for? No, I don't think they're even looking for money. They're just I don't and know. they like they like bury fu- him and then they video him and all this. It's very strange. It's wow. it's terrible. And yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's, and but it's quite really, funny as well, though. <laughs> there's this monologue in it where like Keanu Reeves is just yelling like, "You suck my cock! You both suck my cock!" Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. And there's no jokes in it either. <laughs> no, no, not not. And jokes. there's some. What is? Oh, what is it again? Oh, oh Rich. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucking completely I went over my head yeah uh, yeah he's oh, what is it it's like uh, I gave you free pizza or it was free pizza or something oh, yeah it was really bad wow um, I'll avoid that one then let me see yeah here. like I thought it was gonna be like so bad it was funny but I just watched it's just, like, just bad yeah right okay uh, the Mooku asks if a tree falls in a forest no one is there to hear it does anyone give a fuck uh, well there's your answer uh, uh, Ashley, no. Ashley Picard asks best takeaway choice with gaming or movie curry Chinese pizza kebab I'm going to so, say pizza because the other ones you kind of have to yeah. see it uh, yeah well, I love curry see it yeah well like if you're watching a movie and you've got the lights off or yeah, you I know you mean. You've got to watch turn, yourself turn, eating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn off the lights. It's like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's curry everywhere. Yeah. And also, like pizza, you only need one hand, so you can sort of kind of keep yeah. using one analog yeah. stick at the same time as well. Mm-hmm. I find it. I find it hard to eat and play games at the same time. It's quite quite a difficult. Well, you can roll up the thing pizza and just shove it into your face. Yeah. True. Yeah. I so I have just one bite. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> inhale pizza horribly quickly because yeah. you just basically if you just fold. The slice Fold in half. In. You can yeah, basically exactly. do one slice yeah. per in mouthful. Sort of two bites. Yeah. Uh, Mike Diver asks, uh, "We're in list season, best and worst dominate. But what game that you played in 2017 was neither great nor awful, but you stuck with and you enjoyed, and it served its purpose decently enough. In other words, what's your Metacritic yellow of choice for 2017? No, the thing about Metacritic's yellow doesn't that start at like 70 or something?" Yeah. Think good. Because, yeah, because like f- I'm sure the films films on Metacritic, their yellow is like fifty to sixty or something. Yeah, it's really and weird. games it's like mm. oh, is it like seventy to s- yes. late seventies or something? Seventy to fifty, fifty to seventy is it? Uh anything below fifty is red. There was this game by I can't remember the name of the developers in your game and you were like robots on a train. <laughs> <laughs> So, sorry Mike Sub Service here was good and will probably appear on our later lists um, I d- that's a good question actually um, I, would pro- I would probably say for me ARMS okay. uh, because I really enjoyed parts of it and fucking did not like other parts of it yeah. if that I mean was that the que- I mean that's kind of the question isn't it like <laughs> like yeah, well, I suppose is it really? It served its purpose decently enough. Maybe that's not my but when I'm looking yeah, at you the fucking, road, yeah, you fucking yeah, you trashed all. I did not trash it. I I thought it was all right. I mean, it, yeah, maybe that's not that's not the right choice. Um, Rich Walker, do you have a choice? See, now I was going to say the Evil Within too, but I similarly kind of trashed it a bit. You didn't trash it. You gave well, it. Well, no, I gave it a seven. Well, that's what you said, right? That's, that's well, a there you go. Say, say the Evil Within. Right, Evil Within two. It was ultimately a bit meh. But um, it was fine. It, I liked it just fine. It did some really good, like some of the monsters in it were really yeah. good. There were some really good set pieces mm-hmm. inside the mansion and stuff. I mean, we'll probably have a, a fight about the Evil Within 2 yeah. on mm. our later, again, later lists. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, <laughs> but 
I would say... Oh, I have one. Go oh, on. Oh, no, no, you go, you go. Uh, Ghost Recon. Ooh. Yeah, Ghost Recon. Actually, that's a good shout. Served its purpose, mm. but I I mean, I, ha- I definitely had issues with it. Can I change mine to Ghost Recon? You can if you want, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because the thing about Ghost Recon was, is at the very beginning, it made me feel like I was jumping into Narco Season 3. Yeah. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> well, what's your man? El Swain, is it? Uh, yeah. like I was like, this guy is Pablo Escobar. Mm-hmm. I am well in here. Yeah. This is going to be brilliant. Yeah. And it wasn't brilliant by any stretch of the imagination, but I suppose it served its purpose. And a lot of people who played the game predominantly in, in co-op say that it was far Far greater. Like, I, I yeah. played a bit of co-op, but mostly uh, solo. So Bit of a repetitive grind on your own, I think. Yeah. I seem to remember. Mm. So, yeah. I am going to say, and this may be because it's still quite fresh in my mind and it's been a long year, but I actually think that Star Wars Battlefront 2 is yeah. probably quite a good one there because the loot crate stuff and the progression stuff was or is kind of pretty bad and that definitely drags it down but at the core the the game itself the multiplayer stuff i actually still very much enjoy Mm -hmm. and it's a shame that all that other stuff is involved in it because like the core the core gameplay and the gun feel um is very good yeah so it's kind of it's a shame that can i change mine star wars battlefront 2 no for fuck's sake (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <fucking> right. <laughs> getting on my last wick here I'm, now, so, right? I'm sorry but that's okay because the podcast is over right so that's fine we don't have to talk to each other for another week good which is always fantastic <laughs> sit in silence in the office yeah, yeah, yeah exactly good, good. Uh, so thank you very much dear listener for listening to this episode of the Video Gamer Podcast and especially thank you VGBG who support us every month on patreon.com forward slash video gamer Uh, You, of course, will be getting this podcast 24 hours before everyone else. And you will be getting an extra podcast this Friday as well. Uh, And to everyone else, if you could rate us on iTunes, that would be just delightful. Five stars, obviously. Uh, You can follow us all on Twitter as well. I am at Conor underscore Hearn. Rich is at RichieW82. And Alice is on Twitter at BabyGotBell. And Video Gamers on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram uh, at VideoGamer.com. And on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash videogamertv. But for all of your video gamer ah. needs, just head to videogamer.com. <laughs> and now it's time for my least favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show where we must bid the listener adieu. So say goodbye, Rich Walker. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Alice Bell. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Conor Mahern Sloan. Gaffold. <laughs>